Welcome to Season 2 of the Blue Green Vacations Peak Performance Podcast. Fasten your seatbelts as we dive in and level up. It's time to share happiness one podcast at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engine! Wow! Go, 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 Blue Green, it's podcast day. Go, Jackie, it's podcast day. Go, Wayne, it's podcast day. Go, Jay, it's podcast day. Well, hello, and once again, welcome to season two of the Peak Performance Podcast. I'm Jay McGowan. I'm Jackie Disher. And I'm Wayne Richmond. Welcome, Blue Green Nation. Welcome, everybody. Listen, we're, we're, we're back for a round two on uh, today. Oh, this is, yes. This is a round two. I love Much it. Much anticipated. Yes, we've been getting a lot of requests to bring this gentleman back. And uh, I'm excited to have him on. So, Wayne, I know you recently got a chance to listen to this guy speak. Both uh, Jackie, you and Wayne. And I know yep. you're fired up. And, man, I'm just excited about today. His first podcast that we did was one of the most listened to podcasts we had. I yep. mean, it was, there was. Top, top three, top, top three. three. So top we're going to make this, we're going to make this one number one. You know, it's, it's not too often as much as Jackie travels, Jay, as much as you travel uh, and as much as I've been traveling recently, it's rare that my hand hurts. And I say that because we get spoiled texting with our thumbs and using our fingers on our laptops. But I was at a BU meeting and this gentleman was speaking. I was writing so fast. I had to hold the pen out of my hand and shake my hand because it was hurting because <laughs> it was preaching the gospel in such an epic way, Jay. I, I've been thinking about this since he uh, agreed to uh, bless us with his time today. So I can't wait. Yeah, so we're excited. So, hey, let's knock out a few segments and come right back and get into it. It's time for Weekly Wins with Jackie Disher. It's selling time in retail, and we've got a team up north that is getting the job done this month in a big way. Sales manager Spencer Gonzalez at our Hammond, Indiana Cabela's store has already surpassed his budget in the month of September. And not just by a little. They're at 120% of budget only 22 days into the month. And that means they get to pile it on the rest of the month and get some families on vacation. Spencer and team keep stacking them up and sharing happiness with families who want to rediscover America this holiday season. Jay, back to you. Alexa, what time is it? It's now time for the Motivational Minute with Wayne Rickman. Please hold for a very important message. Today, we're going to talk about self-development. Who owns your self-development? You know, Navy SEALs say, in the midst of challenge, you don't rise to the occasion. You default to your level of training. Derek Jeter used to say, you should practice so hard that playing the game is fun. We have tools for you on the digital library, Choice Direct Exchange, 
navigating BGO, the registry collection, mastery of fats, the five whys of in-house sales, the Grand Yacht Club, the coast to coast, the power of AIM, exchanging with RCI. Are you using those tools? Are you practicing? Did you listen to the Beth Hall podcast? Have you listened to Rustin Pierce three times? What about Mark Hill, Dusty Tonkin, Jerry Miller, Andrew Neville, Red Bowling, Jeff Branch? Look, you just have to be willing to do what other people are not if you want to win. Make that change. I'm out. One minute of motivation complete. Thank you, Wayne. Well, uh, I'd say that was super (laughs) awesome stuff. I mean... Come on, Jackie. Wayne was on fire there. Gosh, I thought like his head was going to explode or something. Yeah, you know, I I want to talk about uh, self-development for a little bit with Uh, Wayne. And also Jackie Cabela's. That was big. mm -hmm. So I want to talk about that just really quickly before we bring our guest in. So, Wayne, self-development, that is a, a very important topic. And I'm glad you covered it. You know, it's it's so exciting because the the co-host we have today is so on fire about so many of the different things that I kind of uh, talked about in an overview. And I think it's actually perfect for what we're going to discuss. It's really easy to get fired up about things because as Jackie brought it to us, information plus application is the only journey to transformation. And, and our co-host today has transformative results. But but to your point, Jay, wow, Jackie, 120%, 22 days in a month, yeah. where are they gonna be in yeah, eight more days win, for crying out loud? I know. Just keep stacking them on, keep piling yeah. them high, and uh, lot, lots of families are getting out and traveling, hopefully this holiday season and beyond. Yes. Well, I talked about a lot of uh, great um, hosts and co-hosts, Jay. I left this gentleman's name off, you know, even though it's one of the top three podcasts we've had. And to have him back, holy cow, Batman, fasten your seatbelts. I literally can't wait. I've got goosebumps. I'm a little sweaty already. I'm just sitting here <laughs> thinking about the, the knowledge, the experience, the performance that he's about to lay on us today, Jay, it's it's going to be one of our best. I'm going to say that up front. I'm calling my yes. shot. It's going to left field so today. Listen, Just call him Babe There Ruth. it is. There it is. <laughs> listen, I've been out to his site. I think his site's probably the most visited site in our company. <laughs> you know, it's like, but but listen, let's, uh, let's yeah. just jump in. Wayne, you okay. do, again, okay. you do the best intros. I tell you, listen, I got a couple concerts coming up, Wayne, and I'm bringing, I'm bringing <laughs> Wayne Rickman to bring me out on stage because he does the best intro. So Wayne, if you will, do it, do, do that magic, that thing you do and introduce our, uh, our special co-host. It would be such an honor to do that for you someday, Jay. You know, again, we, we talked about it just now. Um, we were at the Midwest BU meeting that was combined for the first time with the West. We had a lot of speakers. Jackie and Cliff and and Krista crushed yes. it. Well, when this particular individual spoke, it was it was biblically epic. And you know, we live in this world where we get measured by what, right? Not by what we say, by what we Absolutely. do. Listen to this. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. He has a seven thousand five hundred and fifty-five dollar net wow. VPG for the month That's of September. Big. They are sitting at 178.5% in revenue for the month. And that's after the budgets were raised from last year. So he has the the numbers, he has the experience. Most importantly, I wish you could have seen the reverence 
in a room near the end of the day. And you not only was he preaching, but it was quiet as a church because we were listening to the pastor himself. I can't tell you how excited I am to say, Scott Crawley, welcome back to the Peak Performance Podcast, young yes. man. Yes, yes. I'm excited to be here, definitely. It was good to see you guys last week in San Antonio also. Amen. Well, your message was so epic. Jackie and I talked about it on the way home. We talked about it when we got back. And all of a sudden we're like, we have got to bring the church back to <laughs> the field and share some of the things that you talked about that particular day. Right, Jackie? Yeah, we've been looking forward to it for a year. And I know, uh, you know, everybody in the field yes. has been looking forward to to hearing from Scott Crawley once again. I remember going on a walk early when we started doing the podcast and I said, let me listen to Scott again. And I took some notes as I was walking. I almost walked right into a pothole <laughs> because I was, <laughs> I was taking notes yeah. while I was walking. Don't yeah. multitask. Don't yeah, do that. Really, especially can, on the street. <laughs> you can well, get hurt. <laughs> one of my all time, and I'm talking about every podcast we've ever done, favorite moments was when somebody wrote me, a new person. And they were on a table and she was trying to close a deal and she couldn't get the deal done and her instincts wanted to quit. And then she wrote and she says, my inner Scott Crawley, he was in my head. He was telling me not to quit. And not only that, she got a premier level deal. And not only that, I told Scott, and not only that, the dude wrote her. Like they correspond back and forth. And he reached out and said, anytime, anywhere. So Scott, Hey, that's what all four of us are trying to do today. Reach out to yes. the Blue Green Nation and make a difference in somebody's life. Save somebody's job. Maybe send somebody to a bonus yes. level they've never been before. So, Jay, Jackie, you know, we're going to talk today about Scott's um, rules of engagement. Like, how does he run his floor? Why are the same tours at the same prices, seeing the same product running three or $4,000 VPGs nationally, and why are they $7,555? And you're gonna hear things all the way down to the music is playing. So Scott, without further ado, why don't you give us an overview of the, the rules of engagement if the three of us were coming to your floor today and we were gonna work for you, what, what does it feel like, look like, smell like? Well, right off the get-go, the first thing I tell my uh, prospective partners that are gonna be joining my team is, you are gonna love and hate me at the exact same time because you're going to think I'm crazy. But then once you start getting your paychecks, you're going to realize there's a method behind the madness. And a lot of times it takes people a minute to start fully grasping what it is we're trying to accomplish. I'll give you a great example. We have a, a young manager in the company here um, at the BU. I was with, with you guys. I was talking to Mark from Cibola Vista and he's like, man, I got this guy. He's going to be so talented. He's so awesome. It's like anything you do to help him out, I was like, hey, send him up. Just send him up. And so he's been hanging out with us all day today. And the very first thing he says when he hits the floor, he went through my morning training this morning. He went through my morning meeting. Uh, the first wave's going and about 20 minutes in. He looks at me and goes, the atmosphere here is amazing. Amen. He goes, He's like, I've never been anywhere that feels this good. He goes, I just feel like you guys are gonna have a good day right off the get-go. <laughs> yes. You know, but but people don't think about the science that goes behind having a good day. You know, as the leader of the floor, 
I'm very blessed to have so many talented people. My job is to put those talented people in the best scenario for success. And a lot of times salespeople might not realize what the best scenario for their own success is. And me watching and understanding my team, that's my job. So one, we start with being on the floor. Okay, I don't allow more than two people that do not have a tour to sit together. So if I've got vacant tables, I don't want more than two of my sales reps hanging out at one table having a conversation. Because as soon as that third person sits down, we're not talking about timeshare anymore. So I want the conversation solely about timeshare. If you do not have a tour and you want to have a conversation about anything, F1, Premier League soccer, whatever you want to talk about, go down the hallway. Go sit in my own office. I've given up my personal office to the collective. My office has been converted into yes. a lounge. So go hang out in my office. I don't need it because I'm on the yes. sales floor because that's where you're supposed to be. Amen. So as soon as you cross the threshold onto the sales floor, you need to be thinking about timeshare. You need to be thinking about blue green. You need to be thinking about choice. You need to be thinking about RCI. You need to go into character, just like an actor. You know, we're closer to actors this day and age than we are yeah. salespeople. We're about creating excitement and enthusiasm. You know, people don't want to be sold, but they definitely want to purchase. They want to purchase with somebody that they like, trust, and believe. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you get into character, your whole job is to transfer energy and emotion. So my job, one, the music, it's yeah. perfect. We have literally a piece of tape on the wall. The music is not allowed to go. We have two options. We have plan A and plan B. Plan A is we'll hopefully have a full room. Plan B is when the tours start to kind of migrate out, we turn it down one click because we want the music just loud enough that we can hear people's voices, but not so loud it drowns people out. So, you know, it, we've really thought everything down. The placement of when people come in in my floor, we don't have assigned desks. So we start filling the room as people wow. load in. I fill the four corners. Then we start filling in the middle. So, you know, we want to get that sustained buzz throughout the room. We also have certain people that aren't allowed to sit by each other. I don't want three quiet talkers together and three loud talkers together. So my my megaphones know who they are and they have <laughs> that we make sure that they sit in to sustain the buzz in the room. The next thing has to do with your attitude. When you pick up your tour, it's like, we're looking for ways in. I don't care if they just toured three days ago. I don't care if they toured yesterday. I don't care, you know, we, we had an owner that purchased 31 days ago, canceled, and then toured at another site two days ago. So it's a cancel and a recent tour, all within a short period of time. And we sit down, game plan it, and we, we wrote a deal. It wasn't a big deal. It was a very small deal, but to us, that's a huge win. So there's no talking negative about tours. If you're talking about a tour other than getting into the deal, 
it, then you're going to get out. Yeah. You know, we don't have time for that. Another thing that I do is I really respect my people's time. I don't want anybody sitting. So I'm very fortunate to have incredible partners in marketing and they really take my input and they really help me set myself up for success. At six o'clock at night, they send me what tomorrow looks like. Then we talk about it. Then we send another report at eight o'clock. Then we talk about it. Then I get the final report at nine o'clock, how my day is gonna be set. And I actually share that information with my team that night. I send it out, wow. let them know, hey, this is what the day looks like. This is what you can expect when you're coming in tomorrow. Wow. So, but we also try and put as many people on the first wave as we actually have reps working that day. So if I've got 12 people working, I want 12 tours in the first wave. I want everybody out. I want no one sitting. I also don't want downtime. I run my waves every 30 minutes. And the reason why we do that is because it gives us the flexibility of taking as many add-ons as possible. Today, we took five add-ons. So by the way, when we just started, the reason why someone poked their head in the door, they wanted to let me know we just finished up the day. We had 25 tours. We just cracked a hair over 7,000 wow. BPG. <laughs> That's big. Congratulations, yes, yes. Scott. I mean, you know, so many of the things that you're saying are so powerful mm -hmm. because you'll hear me and Jackie J say this over and over again, your beliefs, your beliefs are either a bridge or a barrier, right? And we have to be bridge builders. You know, for you, for you to say, I want every tour, I want add-ons, I, I look for ways in, not for ways out. All of us visit sales centers, I'm not calling out anybody, I swear, but you go places and you hear people trying to figure out how to get out of the tour or why they want to get out of the building as opposed to ways in and more tours. That is an epic mindset right there, right? I want the ball, I want to be yeah. in the game. Hey, you can't hit home runs unless you get up yes, to bat. Yes, Amen, yes. <laughs> exactly. So hey, what people are hitting home runs off of every type of pitch. Yes. You don't know. You know, it about once a month I gotta have the meeting with my with my team. And I'm like, okay, let me get this straight. <laughs> so you like a tour that hasn't toured for two years, right? And you prefer people that are VIP. Okay, and you want someone that has no benefits, correct? And let me get this straight. You don't want somebody with no benefits, right? And you don't want someone that hasn't toured in less than two. So the moral of the story is everybody has their own version of what the perfect tour is. Right. It's like, you know what? There is no perfect tour. And about a week, we have to have the same meeting again, too. If it was easy, they wouldn't pay us what they pay us. Amen. It's hard. And as soon as we can wrap our heads around the fact that it's going to be hard today. It's going to be hard tomorrow. It's going to be hard the next day. And guess what? Next month will be harder than this month. And the month after that will be harder than that. And we're killing it. So guess what next year is going to be? Twice as hard as it is this year. <laughs> so we can embrace that it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. The sooner we can accept it, the easier it actually becomes. You know, yes. we realize the tours are not going to be easy. If it was easy, nobody would be making four, five, six hundred thousand dollars. And yes, that's what people right. are making in our site. People are making that much money. Why? Because they refuse to lose. They refuse to give up. We stay in character. We push with a smile. We're right. trying to share happiness. Now, is there tough days? There sure is. But we don't dwell on a bad tour, you know, and there is really no bad tour. It's just maybe one that didn't go your way. You know, I was giving you the example this morning to one of my representatives. I was like, there's plenty of industries where things don't go your way and you have to start over. 
The difference between our industry is you get to start over five minutes later. You don't have to sit around all day and wait, or you have to hang on to that L until the next day. And that's the other reason why I have so many waves and we never say no to a tour. They text me, hey, can you take it out on? Yes. Hey, can you take it out on? Yes. Hey, you, your last wave is fully booked. Open up another one. Okay, so you want me to open up, <laughs> yeah, open up another wave? Okay, it's like, it is what it is. My people know when they show up, we're here to work. But guess what I do? The second they're mathematically eliminated, the second that I've got all the check boxes for marketing that there is going to be no more tours added on, I get you out of here. I get you out of here. And guess what you have? You have five minutes to vacate the premises. Five minutes. <laughs> Why is that so important? Wayne, if you're done for the day, is your conversation going to be about getting a deal? No. no. You're going to start talking about, hey, I'm going to dinner at Hell's Kitchen. You know, I'm going, I got reservations tonight. It's like, and Jackie's like, oh, that sounds good. No, Jackie, stop thinking about dinner. You still got one more tour to take. We got to get some money. We got to win the day. It's like, we're not at 6,500 BPG <laughs> yet. We're only at 55. We got to keep pushing, you know? So it's about removing the energy. Once they've turned off that timeshare brain, my job and my duty to my people is not only to help them hit top level bonus, but to get them as much quality time with their family as possible. So I am getting you out of the building as fast Amen. as humanly possible every single day. Then the days that I have to keep you longer, you're not going to complain. When I add a 130 wave, when I had a two o'clock wave, when I had more tours at the end of the day, no one's complaining because yesterday I got you out of here at 11 o'clock. You know, the day before I got you out of here at noon. So, right. you know, we, we have a great system and it works because one, I have the trust and belief of an incredible team. And two, our marketing partners move tours up. They move them in. If I have a gap in the day, I'll pick up the phone and be like, hey, is there any way that we can move some tours up? And they start moving allotments up or they start hunting for add-ons. They're doing everything they can to get us more sure. tours. So, you know, as soon as you get in the habit of saying no to a tour, it, it's something that you're never going to get out of. As soon as you're like, oh, you know, today we don't want any add-ons. Today, and you have so many people that are not playing to win, they're right. playing not to lose. And by saying no to tours, what you're doing is, is you're playing sure. not to lose. You're not living in abundance. And you have to have an abundance mindset to work in my store. You have to look at more opportunities only get me closer to bonus. You know, the more tours I can get, it doesn't matter what the tour looks like. You know, you there's a way everybody has purchased. Every single person has said yes, otherwise they wouldn't be sitting in our room. And our job is to find out, you know what? Why right. did they say yes to begin with? What can we do to make their ownership enhanced that we can get them to purchase today? And most of the time, you know what they're buying? They're not necessarily buying benefits. They're not buying extra product. They're buying the person sit across from them. You know, we're not so focused on pitching. We're not so focused on that. We're more focused on tonality, how to make a friend, how to get the guard down, how to have a real uh, conversation, hallelujah. how to keep hallelujah. it actually real between you and the client, sharing who you are. Why are you here? What is your driving reason for showing up to work every day? I want my people to share that. I mean, what we really do, what we have to remember is, and I don't care who the owner is. I don't care 
what they walked in, whether they walk in and they own 8,000 every other year or they own 200,000 points. We're in the business of doing one thing, sharing happiness. The more points they have, the more likely they are to have a great vacation experience. The more points they have, the more things they can do and the more happiness they can share with their friends, their family, their relatives, their neighbors. I know the reason I get up and I work hard in the morning is because I'm trying to make sure that everybody connected with the Crawley family, everybody that has my name on it is going to live a better lifestyle because of me. And I know a lot of our owners have purchased their ownership with that in mind. It's it started for just them. And then once they started taking people on vacation with them, we have so many owners that want to send employees, relatives, neighbors on vacation with their ownership. And the best thing that we can do is not give up on them, keep their dreams alive and keep selling them more points. The more points you have, the happier you're going to be. The ownership just works that way. Can you, you convince me that I can't have enough money to go on vacation? If I start a vacation fund, you're like, Scott, listen, I'm going to tell you what. You've only got $3,000. That's all you got. Or, hey, you've got $50,000. I'll tell you what, $50,000? The vacation that I'm going to go on and the people I can take with me is going to be a lot better than if I had $3,000. Man, that is awesome. You know, Scott, I've been to your site and you have welcomed me to your site multiple times i think i've been there i mean it's just been four or five six times anyway and when i leave and i go back and i'm talking to people i always say you know what i noticed that everything is a process you know everybody knows scott crawley is a as a process guy but i'm like no everything is a process going to the little convenience store it's a process going or you know it, it doesn't matter what it is there is a process so i'm glad that we actually have you on talking about your processes and listen for everyone we're not saying you have to do exactly what scott's doing but if you could at least take this uh away from this and that is that it a, a process is better than no process because at least if you have a process you can always go back to manage and change and update and correct right. that process but if you don't have a process then guess what you don't know what to change or correct or adjust because you don't have you know, it's, it's no process there. Well, it's right. just like you go on a floor and you say, Jackie, what are your rules of engagement? I mean, it shouldn't be a blank stare. Right. And for, for those of y'all that don't know, we're on a Zoom call and Scott's eyeballs are about to pop out of his head. <laughs> I mean, he, this is the end of a $7,000 BPG day. He is on fire. Like this kind of intensity is not just a podcast. It's every time I've been there. It's every time Jackie's been there. Liz Brock went out there and came back and she's like, wow, that guy is full speed ahead. And you know, full speed ahead, Scott, that's what we do. You talk about the field of play in baseball. When you step over the white line, it's not practice time anymore. It's the field. You you, you talk about um, the words I wrote down was the playing field is a sacred space. What do you mean by that? I mean, our, our sales floor is like our soccer field. It's like, if you're gonna put the jersey on and you're gonna come off the bench into the game, you don't come into the game and just figure it out and find your way. It's like, once you've stepped into the actual game, it's time to play. It's the lights are on. It's like the referees out there. It's really happening. You're in the game. I've given you a tour. It's like, once you've got your tour, it's like, it's not time to find your way. You should have been role playing in the hallway. 
You should have been like writing out your pitch, getting ready. Your first tour isn't a throwaway. You're in the game. And I expect my representatives to be game ready. The second I hand them a tour, it's not, hey, show up and kind of have some coffee and mill around and talk to people. And then when I give you your tour, your job isn't to then go get your desk ready. You know, I literally tell my people, if I got to look for somebody, the first thing I say, and they'll laugh when they hear this. I'm like, hey, all the good reps know when they're out. Yes. And they're like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's true. The good reps know when they're out. Now, let me clarify the process. You know, Jay made it sound like we're crazy over here. But our process, when you leave to go to the store, you have to then ask everybody do you want a bottled water? Because we drink bottled waters and we drink the Celsius energy drinks. We don't drink Red Bull here. We want sustained energy. So, and we only get protein bars and mints. Those are the four approved things that you can have on my floor. So when you leave the room, Jay can attest. Everyone's like, hey, do you want a bottle of water? Hey, you want an energy drink? Hey, do you want some gum? So everyone has to ask before they leave to the store. Now, hey, you might be buying 16 bottled waters, but guess what? You're going to be on the receiving end of that also. So we give and we receive. Yeah, but you know, with that process, here's, here's what I, when, when I was there and, and, and I saw that, and I'm like, and, and, and then it happened again and again. You know what I thought? I'm like, well, what if that person wouldn't have come up, did that process? As, and, and I know I made it sound wild, but if they wouldn't have done that and they would have went and then the next rep would have went and then the next rep would have went. Now we got three reps out where one person could have done that. And, you know, so I just I looked deeper into it and I thought, you know, for me, I, I, I'm a process guy. And Wayne and Jack will tell you, I love processes. You know, it's like it's like making records. I tell people all the time, you know, I, it was it's not like we're the most talented people with the records I made. I got one hit, Scott, and from at that point, it was easy. I just followed the process after that. So I absolutely respect that process. Listen, Jackie, Wayne and I have had a chance to kind of get in there with Scott. I want to I give you that opportunity because this has been like fast round. What do they call that? Like, like a uh, speed round? Speed round. <laughs> they call it the lightning round on, on Mad Money. Lightning, lightning round. So that's round. what we're going to call this. So I know when Jackie, whatever you're about to say, <laughs> We're going to all back up and let it, and let let Scott out the gates. Let's go. <laughs> exactly right. Well, one of the things on, on that whole process uh, topic is it's it's two things to me. It's efficiency and it's teamwork. Um, and I and I think that both of those help to keep the atmosphere that you're talking about that people can feel when they walk into Las Vegas and they go, man, this culture is great. And it's little things like that. I'm a, I'm a big devil's in the details, the angels in the details, whatever you want to call it. Um, because it's true. If you can't, if you can't do the little things, right, you're never going to get the big things, right? So, um, Something else that you were talking about that that was a reminder for me uh, in the BU, Dusty said, we have to remember we need to be making revenue-based decisions. And so a lot of those things that you talked about early on with uh, not wanting to turn away tours or talk negatively about, about the guests that are coming in the door is revenue-based decisions. And we can think like that. We have to think like that as leaders for our company's growth and where we're going. But I think that um, even a brand new sales rep can take that and sit with that for a second and kind of mull through that and go, hmm, so if I want to get bent out of shape about this three o'clock tour, is that a revenue-based decision that's going to help my career long-term? So I just think that that's pretty cool. Um, 
Gosh, I'm looking through my notes from the BU going, which one do I want to talk about? Okay, there's one more thing that we, we, we're on the peak performance podcast. And one of the things that you said that stood out to me was if you can't, if you don't have a rival, create a rival. So I want you to speak to that for a second. Well, so many times where we're looking for things to fire up our team. And a lot of times I create fake beef with people. And sometimes the beef becomes real because they find out about the fake beef. So literally, if I'm just trying to fire and I'll tell you what, the Elan has been at the at the other end. Uh, fountains, they don't even know about the beef. But Elan knows at this point, you know, and, and they, they've challenged us. They've jumped into the beef because look at their numbers. So we go back and forth on text message. We'll call each other in the middle of our sales meetings and talk a little smack. Really good. I love it. You know, but but you have to think, okay? If people look at us like, oh, you guys are 7,000 BPG. Okay, great. Well, when I got the store, we were 3,100, you know? And so I looked who was above us. And my goal was to get to 4,000. So I created, hey, we're going to take this team out next. This is the team we're going after. You know, we're going to we're gonna hit 3,800. Then we hit 3,800. Okay, who's above us? And we just kept stair-stepping our way. 4,200. Then we went to 45. Then we went to 46. Then we went to 48. Then we wanted to be the first store to break 5,000. And anytime there was any store that was on our coattails, I'd take it to my team. And you know, these guys are talking about us. You know, everybody... <laughs> You know, they're, you know, they're, they're sending me a text. Message. I was on a conference call and these guys were talking about Vegas and we're not all that. Da, 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 da. So, you know, I make fun of Elon. I love those guys. They're our best rivals. There are, there are, you know, all those guys right now, they're over there shining their belt buckles right now. You know, they're putting their 10 gallon hats on there in Texas. You know, that's what they wear down there. You know that it's like, we're over here in fitted suits, you know, looking sharp. There's no way you can let these Cowboys beat us. There is no way. You know, I'll be like Big Cedar. I was in Big Cedar. You know, they're all wearing fishing vests and they pitch in Bass Pro hats down there. It's like, you're going to let dudes in Bass Pro hats beat you? Are you kidding me right now? It's like, man, those guys are talking smack about us out here in Vegas. They think we got it easy. Scott, I don't know if you can hear us, but we, we, we're getting a real challenging signal from your uh, your iPhone. He's connecting to audio right now. Are you guys there? We're here, brother. Scott, I don't know if you, we lost you for just a second. You broke the internet, man. You're so hot. My cell phone died. You broke the, you broke the internet, man. It was I, unprepared. My, listen, I got people calling me up saying, what's going on with the internet? I'm over here on the other side of town. The internet's down. I'm like, we got Scott Crawley on, and he broke the internet, man. But listen. I'm prepared for everything but technology. Uh, oh, I came oh, off the no. sales floor. No, no. Let me tell you something about pre-sale prep processes, Scott. Let me just tell you a thing or two. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. You, you have so many. I mean, I could, and Wayne and Jackie, they actually said this. We could listen to you for hours, really. And there's not a lot of people I could say that about where I could sit and listen. But it's so it, it's it's such great stuff. And I know everyone that's listening out here, they're they're taking notes. So I, I just wanna maybe get one other little thing in here, and that is a new rep, Scott, a new, a new agent. Because we got a lot of new agents in our company. If if they were if they were coming to Scott Crawley right now saying, Scott, I'm brand new. First three, four weeks in the business, give me some advice that can help me. What would you tell me? 
Well, the first thing I would tell them, like I tell everybody else, one, stay on the sales floor. Sit next to somebody and listen. Listen, not to the pitch. I don't need you listening to people's pitches. I want you to watch how we communicate. I want to listen to how their voice changes. I want you to walk, see how they move their hands, see how they're sitting in their chairs. I want you to notice that my top reps don't sit like this and face forward. They angle off a little bit. They have a conversation. They're, it's like almost like they're sitting at Starbucks, just enjoying the company of the people that they're sitting with. You know, you're going to, the biggest thing I want my new people to think about is it's like, don't try and get a deal today. Don't focus on getting a deal. Don't put the pressure on yourself. Follow the steps. We break our process into 15 minute blocks. And in the first 15 minutes, what are you doing? You're getting the guard down. You're opening them up. You're literally should be talking about company credibility. Then you're going to take a break. Then you're going to start talking about what we're going to do today. Then you're going to get into the presentation. Then you're coming down the home stretch and in-house, we set a price freeze. So we're going to focus on setting the price freeze. And I tell my new reps, and, and I know some, some stores don't believe this, but get off the table as much as you want. Get off the table. I look at it as we were, we were talking earlier about how it's kind of like a playing field. Okay. Does the quarterback stay on the field the entire game or do they call a timeout and run to the side? Don't they run to the side and they get coached up? I don't want to lose a tour. I don't want to lose a sale. I'd rather have you call a timeout and run to the sideline and tell me, hey, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know where I'm at. I'm confused. I'm lost. It's like, hey, we're going to get back in there and help you get going again. Hey, I'm not getting anywhere. I can't open these people up. The worst thing that you could possibly do on my sales floor is sit across from a client and just keep talking about nothing and not progress it anywhere. I would rather have you call a timeout and come over and tell me I'm having a hard time opening these people up so then we can send somebody in to help you or we can coach you through the process. The biggest thing that we do here is we collectively coach and help with the verbiage. We sit together as a group. You know, my TOs, I've got the number one TO in the company, the number five TO in the company, the number seven TO in the company, the number 10 TO in the company. And what they do so extremely well is manage their 36 inch round tables. They know what's being said at every single table. They know where their rep is at all times. And they know when they need to pull them off the table and give them some extra verbiage and send them back in. They know when they need to crash the table to assist. So, so the new reps coming here, they feel more comfortable because part of our training process, once they get out of your training, what every site should be doing is putting through their own training at the site because I want each of my TOs to spend 45 minutes with a new representative because they need to help them understand, hey, this is what I use to close the table. These are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. This is how I come down the home stretch. So I need you to pass me the ball in this area. So that way they get a relationship with every TO. They understand little nuances of their front bump. They have spent time and they understand each of my TOs. So when the TOs on the table, they're working one-on-one -on -one with them. They know what each TO expects over and above what I expect. And they create that synergy 
And when we have a good show, you know, when I hire people, I explain to them, I'm hiring for two roles. I need one person to set a price freeze and build value. The other person closes a deal. And as a rep, we don't want to put too much responsibility on that rep and psych them out and make them think they got the weight of the world. There's two people assigned to every table for a reason because it's a partnership. At our store, you get three people because you inherit me too, because I'm going to be watching too. So, you know, we're working collectively as a group. So the last thing that a new sales rep should feel that they're in it on their own, that their job is to get a deal. No, their job is to open people up and build value and get people to agree that eventually, someday, whether it's six months from now or six years from now, that they want to add some more points to their account. That, that, that's what I expect from my people. And when I have my people future pitching, when I have my people talking about the future, not talking about doing business today, it takes the stress off that rep because their job, I keep telling them, I don't need you to get a sale today. I don't need you to get a deal today. What I need you to do is get this people to agree that eventually they need to make these changes based off your recommendation. So. I want to say something because earlier Jackie talked about atmosphere, Scott. Um, I, I'll never forget this interview at ESPN when they took somebody who was on the Minnesota Twins at a time when the Minnesota Twins were the bottom of the basement and they traded them to the New York Yankees and they said, are they that much better? After you've been here, you're a Yankee, are they that much better? He said, you know what? At the Twins, we were all professional athletes, but we got used to losing. We didn't want to lose, but we became okay with it. I come to the Yankees, they lose one game and they're breaking bats in the in the locker room. They're they're not talking to each other. They're angry because they expect to win. So we're kind of running out of time, but what I want to tell Blue Green Nation is that when you walk into Club 36 and you're in Scott Crawley's uh you know, sacred space, they expect to win and you feel it. Just like the manager that was there saw the meeting, saw the training, Crawley Church. We can talk about Crawley Church another time, but everything he's talking about today, I hope all yes. of you are figuring it out yes. all day. It's a way yes. in, not a way out. Right, Jackie? Amen to that. I mean, <laughs> golden nuggets everywhere. I love the fact that you're, you're prepared, just on this last section that you talked about, um, you're preparing the new hires to feel confident and, and when you feel confident, you're going to do better in your job. And uh, building competence comes along with that. But once you're competent, now you feel a lot more confident in, in your process. So I love that. Yeah, and I was going to say, for everyone listening, I don't think we've ever done this. I'm going to do something new. I think that you should, if you find value, which I know you will find value out of this podcast. So any manager, any anybody in the company that listens to this and finds value, do us a favor, shoot Scott an email saying thank you and tell him exactly what, what value you got. You know, it's got gives. He has people visiting the site. I, I, I really want to encourage you. Scott is, is scott.crawley at uh, bluegreenvacations.com. Listen, yes, send him sir. an email and just say thank you. Tell him what you, what, what you got out of it. I, that would be awesome. And uh, because we are, we really appreciate Scott taking time out. People, listen, the door keeps swinging open. They're trying to grab Scott. He's giving us this time. He's genuinely pouring out, you know, and I know because I've sat with the guy, every, well, I, all of us have. He is genuinely 
genuine in trying to help and better everyone. So I think we should do that. And with that being said, uh, Jackie, any last words, you know, before we wrap it up? Just make sure you spell his name right. C-R-A-L-L-E-Y. There's no W's in there, right? Hey, can I say one last thing? Of course. Yes. I, you know what? The secret to success is always surround yourself with the best people you can. I am so blessed here at Club 36 to be surrounded by literally the best people. The people I've chosen to put on my team are equally as motivated as I am. You know, they help spread my message. My leadership, we don't call them managers here, we call them the leadership team. Each member of my leadership team truly could take this store and run it on their own. They all are the best of the best of the best. We practice what we teach and managers out there, a lot of people are afraid to hire somebody better than them. I've got people, one of my top TOs, I used to work for him. And now he works for me. Am I afraid he's going to take my job? No, because he makes me look so good, you know? And that's what you have to remember. Put the best people in the best spots to help you because nobody can do it alone. I got a lot of support that makes me look good. And my team is the reason why I'm shining right now. Well, yeah. even, and, even, you have, even, and you have one of the best trainers in the business in Krista. Amen. So. Amen. <laughs> hey, yeah, go ahead, Wayne. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, even Tiger Woods needs a coach. We all need a coach. Scott, you coached us today. Thank you. Yes, yes. So with that being said, down with BGV. We going to go out like this. Down with BGV. Here we go. You're down with BGV. <laughs>